You're listening to The Former Bride, Tales from Beyond the Altar, with your host, Mike Sawpaul. On this week's episode, Choosing the Venue. All right, we are back here on The Former Bride, Tales from Beyond the Altar, with our guest, Marissa Ossiello, back again. Marissa, how are you? I'm fantastic. Hi, everyone. We are talking venue today. Ooh, Ooh. Exciting. So this is like we're right at last week we talked about budget and sort of where to start. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've outlined some of your favorite venues. And we are talking about how to go through and properly choose this with both bridal tips and vendor tips. And hopefully we can paint uh, a whole picture. Absolutely. So tell us about your venue uh, first. Sure. Um, so... First, our venue was the Pleasantdale Chateau in mm, West Starnes. Lovely venue. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. Um, full story there, I actually was a guest at the ripe age of 13 years old. I went to a bat mitzvah there, uh-huh. and it stuck with me forever. Wow. I just remember like so many rooms. You know, At that age, it was like this another level experience. So I always remember this place, but come around to my wedding, it was not even on the table for me. I just knew it was... An expensive place. Right. Didn't even consider it. Um, I started, you know, researching all these places, falling in love with some spots, only to find out they have a 200, you know, head cap, which right. doesn't work for an Italian, two, two-sided two Italian family. Right. Um, so those were out. So then I was kind of scrambling and actually asking for recommendations. And my cousin's like, do the Pleasantdale. And I'm like, are you trying to give my dad a heart attack? Yeah. Like, absolutely not. Um, but, you know, you have to get creative and... Th- the, the woman was so kind and she was like, just come in. She's like, if this is where you want to get married, she's like, just come in. So I was like, all right, we'll just come in. And, you know, sure enough, every venue has some specific dates throughout the year that are more affordable. Um, and, you know, if you share your budget and they're willing to work with you, you never know. So that's what happened. She had the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, mm-hmm. um, available. And we did it. We locked it in. I love it. That was it. Look, top vendor inside the Beltway, mm-hmm. top vendor tip I can give you right now, it's a negotiation. Yeah, it's amazing. Right? So Don't you, listen to what they say on the phone or nope. the internet. You go in and you, it's like buying a car. Mm-hmm. You just go in and say, this is what I'm willing to pay. Doesn't hurt to smile. Yeah. Either. The power of not caring in your negotiation, even though you might really care. Yeah. It's a negotiation. You yeah. can ask for things, yeah. right? You, I was smiling too much, actually. My dad was like kicking me under the table. Yeah. Like you kind of act like you don't care yeah. a little I, bit. I was told don't wear anything expensive. I was like, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> and as you know, I also come from an Italian family. Um, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, so give us your top tip for a bride, like considering a venue. Definitely. Top tip, I guess, would be to look at their full scope of offerings. That meaning, do they have on-site overnight accommodations? Is it a beautiful venue on its own that doesn't require a ton of work and added decorations? Do they already have flowers in the hallways? I think just seeing everything they have to offer and incorporating that into the total price and where you're saving other departments is smart. Yeah, and another top tip that I would give is go see your venue during the season mm. that you're going to get married there. Super smart. Right? Because then you could go in the, sp- like for you, you yep. could have went in the spring and saw. Which spring- I did. Right. You're right. You have no idea what it's yes. going to look like in November. You're totally right. Yeah. So that's a good point. That's interesting though. Yeah. Because that probably saves or saves, saves a lot of money. money they right? had flowers just about everywhere. I was like, I just need them for my tables and I'm done. So yeah. that's nice. 
Yeah, so what you might pay for a little bit more at the venue, you're going to save elsewhere, yeah, right? I saved on transportation for my guests to get to and from a hotel because they all slept on the property. Yep. So things like that you have to account for. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Any good stories with your venue? Any good stories? Oh, I mean, I don't know if this is on topic or appropriate, but... Then um, yes, we want it. Yeah, so they do have a, a little like ho- mini hotel in the back. It was It was somebody's property it was there it was a house of someone someone very wealthy and then they built a, ho- a mini hotel in the back now that it's become a wedding hall so we had a couple you know bridesmaids book rooms and then miraculously we found a couple of my husband's friends somehow ended up staying over who didn't have rooms but my best of all favorite was not who ended up in whose room or who showed up to breakfast in their in their dress the night before but rather my cousin who didn't have a room and woke up in the middle of the woods didn't make it to anywhere <laughs> and I'm like we're all sitting at brunch and we get this text of him taking a selfie like in the middle of the woods and I mean it just goes to show it was a really fun night yeah no you know much thanks to EMG and the after party but um it was it was hysterical that's i was pretty, like yeah. wow but that's funny because if you keep everything contained to one site it's just it's bound trouble's it, bound in the best way trouble's bound to happen right 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 <laughs> yeah that's really good yeah um another top vendor tip i would give and i've been waiting on all of these podcasts i feel like this is my one like mm. and i haven't shared it yet do tell you ready yes and some people are going to hear this and go, oh, that's kind of lame. But yeah. I think it's important. Okay. When you're sitting there and they're telling you, our food tastes great and this and that, ask the following question. How many servers per table? Mm. Because if it's one per two tables and 20 guests, that is a recipe for your dinner coming out slow. Right. Which is going to eat into the time the of your party yeah. and screw up your entire timeline. Mm-hmm. So what you're looking for is one waiter per table minimum. Yeah. All right. And the best venues will give you two waiters per table. That means food's coming out in an expedient manner mm-hmm. and you're going to get through that nice dinner in 25 minutes and you're back up into party mode. Very good tip. Yeah. Very good tip. Write that um, down, ladies. Uh, and yeah, gentlemen. Okay. That's me writing it down. <laughs> um, so yeah, venue. Uh, I had to also make sacrifices to pick the uh, the venue I wanted. Sure. Um, what do you feel like you sacrificed on? What do I Well, feel? the date, right? I s- the date. Yeah, the date you have to imagine was not a fan favorite while no one would tell the bride that. Right. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. That was what I that's what I decided and I felt like it was a good move. Everybody was off of work. Felt like felt like a win-win. Yeah, why not, yeah. right? Yeah, see we it's funny. We wanted to get married in November. Okay. Um but again, we the venue of, that we both loved and was our best place. Uh, there was about a $20,000 price difference between the middle of November yeah. or the first weekend in December. Wow. So to wait for two weeks, we were like, winter wedding it Hell is. Hell yeah. 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 Right? Absolutely. I mean, so what? No one likes to sweat. The, the, the colder we are, the better. Layer yeah, up. That's right. Science. <laughs> We've got science on our side. Um, you had made a note here. I just want to ask you about this. Yeah. Make sure that your venue and your guest list go hand in hand. W- what did you mean by that? That Okay. So that- Twofold. One was the whole part of me kind of falling for some venues and then finding out our family doesn't fit within that that limit if, if it's a smaller venue. But secondly, you know, you get intrigued by the destination wedding. You know, a, a wedding in Italy sounds phenomenal and we were considering it and our parents were on board, but that would mean that my husband's grandparents couldn't come because they're elderly, they couldn't get... So you really have to make that decision, right? It's like, right. who do you really care about being there that day and can they make it? And you know, if half your... You just have to take into account who you want to be there and can they make it there. Hmm. Yeah. Great advice. Thanks. Um, look, if you have any questions about venues... 
please feel free to email them to events at elegantmusicgroup.com. I'm not even going to answer them. I'm just going to kick them right to Marissa. Yes. Yeah. I'm here and, to answer your and questions. And I'm going to give Marissa more work. <laughs> To her pile of work. We really have nothing to do with our days. We're really no. just lackadaisical people. Look, all we do is podcasts, <laughs> right? So uh, next week, let's give a little preview. We're talking about flowers. Oh, this is a good one. Is it? It's a good one. I think we're gonna have. Op- I think we're gonna hit our first moment of like we're button heads. Oh, but maybe it could. Maybe not though. All right. Let's well, we'll see. see. <laughs> Tune in next week, right? Exactly. All right. So, venues down, budget down. Next week, flowers. We will see you then. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.